Good morning. Welcome to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner with Lindsay Wealth Management. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com, and we will be more than happy to get your question or topic on the show. We're going to definitely try to get to some of those questions here at the end of the show that we did not get to last week. Um, it's been an interesting week, to say the least, regarding the markets. Um, the reason I say that was we, we moved into last Friday, and I said, well, we, we have not had a lower close on the S&P 500, or at least on a weekly basis, which usually would sort of tell you, you know, that, uh, you know, we're, we're near a high. We're, we're so overbought on, on a weekly basis on the S&P 500. And remember, SP, SPX, you cannot buy or sell it. And anything on this show is not a recommendation to buy or sell. It's just giving you an idea of what's going on with the markets. Uh, but... It, it essentially been up 15 of the last 16 weeks besides one week in beginning of January. And it actually did get the lower close. It needed to close below 50.26, and it closed at 50.05. Okay, great. So we had a down week. Hey, you know, maybe there's a little momentum there that it will continue to go down uh, because we were – we were overbought. We were supposed to be going down. Well, so yeah, the, the momentums take you into a position where you would expect that at this point in time, uh, what, what should happen is that the markets would be going down. That would be the, uh, that would be something that is, that would be rational, uh, if that, if that actually did, did happen. However, what ends up happening is, uh, we come into this and it turns out that and i should say this too remember monday was a holiday so it's it's shorter than usual but we had been coming in and thinking yeah you know the, the market should be down here for a couple more days just like the momentum's technically are like it should be down however nvidia comes out with earnings which sends the market soaring yesterday which is new all-time highs, which is in a position, unless we lose about 1% today, I don't know how we're going to get below 50.05 by the end of today. It could happen, but the odds are against that, and you're moving to new highs. And the reason that this is sort of frustrating from my standpoint, and it's also a little creepy at the same time, is the pattern is not clear. The momentum tells you one thing, it's doing another, so that's not clear. The timing that I've had on this stuff has been wrong. Uh, so when you start to have these things go against you uh, regarding the pattern, the momentum, the time, uh, the, the price, all of these things are telling you some, something's off here. And when, you are, when, you are, when it's in a position where it is nothing is clear, Taking no action is sometimes a good action. Uh, now, what I will say with regarding to that is, if you do look at it, around 5150-ish, because we're in sort of a little bit of a guessing game now on where this is. So we can go plus or minus about 150 points on there, but we're going to have to go to the plus side because we're already past it on the minus side, which would get you to 5300. 
That is more than likely where the high is going to be, is somewhere, somewhere between 5150 and there. That, that is the most probable outcome at this point in time. And then people are like, well, what's going to happen from there? Well, from there, what should happen is it should fall back someplace between about 4300 and 4100 uh, and you know it's going to lose a decent amount. Uh, so that that that's the most logical to have happen. However, logic can be thrown out the window when when all these things happen because it's just everything is completely a little bit here in chaos, um, and it's just like Nvidia. It, it's up ten percent. You know, it's just been up crazy here in the last few months. I, I say it again: if something's worth two hundred dollars, there's really nothing that they did to make it worth. $700 like it is today that quickly. Yes, they've had some sales and revenues up, but again, revenue is, is, is not profit. And the profit margin's good and all this, but it still doesn't justify that. The biggest issue that is driving the stock market, and this is what everyone needs to understand, and this is why it's so dangerous and dirty to me, is, is the stock buybacks. They say they're buying back $25 billion worth, but they have less than $25 billion with cash on hand, which means they're leveraging and borrowing money to do it. That's fine and dandy if you have cash to go out and do it. But guess what happens when you start leveraging and you expect the stock price to go up? Well, number one, if you're going to have stock buybacks, that means you're buying in the $700 range. That's good if you're the guy selling for $700. That's bad if you're the guy buying. Then what ends up happening? The stock goes down to 400. Well, you bought it 700, it's at 400. It doesn't matter if it's you or it's that company. Guess what? You just lost 300 bucks. So that's the way that it makes it so simple for people need to understand. And this is the craziness that has gone on since 2008 is it's basically a self-fulfilling prophecy because everyone's buying back their stock. If you're all everyone's going to keep buying back stock, it's going to push it higher. But there's also a reason why Mark Zuckerberg, uh, why um, Jeff Bezos, why all these people that are head of all these huge companies have been selling stock here lately. They're not dumb. They understand what's going on. They've got it figured out, okay? They're, so they're working the system too. So just keep some of that stuff in mind as we do continue to go forward because this whole thing of these companies, and again, some of these companies have so much cash on hand, it's not that big of a deal if they do it. But the companies that don't and are borrowing to do it, boy, it, it, it could get ugly here because that's, that's what everyone's been doing. And of course, obviously, it's going to boost your stock price until it doesn't. But, um, but that's what has been happening. Uh, looking at the Dow Jones Industrial Average, it mm, completely mixed on a daily basis. It, it should be up. It's um, hit new highs yesterday. The the weekly's only been oversold since uh, November 24, so you know normal's four weeks, but we're only about um, I'm not even I can't even count that high. 13 weeks into it, uh, and, and, and we're there. The Russell has been it's sort of mixed now too, but it's trying to turn back up. Uh, the Russell's the one I was hoping to get a little bit of a, it's usually the one that is leading some of these things, but it has been unreliable on that as well. The weekly, uh, has gone up. I guess the other thing I should go back here, the Dow Jones industrial average, cause I've already gotten questions about it this week. What is going on? How come Walgreens is being dumped and why are they adding Amazon to it? Well, I am, uh, it's real simple. Walgreens has lost 80% of their value since it was added to the Dow Jones industrial averages in 2018. Amazon continues to make more money. It's more representative. The other part that's happening with that is Walmart is having a three-for-one stock split. 
when that takes place, what is happening there is the way that it works is the S&P 500 is cap. It's, it's based on cap weight. It's your total market cap that you actually have value of your stock. However, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is based on your price uh, per share. So when they have a three-for-one stock split, that uh, takes down how much Walmart actually accounts for uh, because it's basically a third less uh, in the stock price. Obviously, if you own the stock, all you're doing is, you know, you're, if, if, you, if you had 100 shares and it was $300 and they say, fine, well, we're going you know, to give you 300 shares and it's going to be worth 100. Nothing really happened there. But when you are making an average based up that is based on the actual stock price, then that is going to have an effect. So that's a few little dynamics that is happening there also with the Dow Jones Industrial Average that you probably just need to be made aware of and why they're happening. Dow Jones Industrial Average keeps moving things in and out to try to be relevant, and that, that's how they do that. So just so you do understand that. Uh, looking over here at the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ is uh, it's oversold on a daily. The weekly... The weekly is moving south. However, you know, it got the bump up here higher yesterday. So it's it's in between here. They're, they're all very close to being at highs. Um, sort, sort of got a pretty big pop here yesterday, well beyond where they should have. There's nothing that should have been up this much. Everything's at extremes, even on a daily basis yesterday, how much they were up. So just do keep that in mind. Uh, but that is... That's sort of the way that we are. Should be very limited to the upside here on all these things. Uh, I, w- I would just be extremely cautious on this uh, at, at this point in time because the odds are that things are going to be down. Again, I didn't say that we're going to zero on any of these, but uh, you could be looking at a nice 10 to 20% pullback, which would take you uh, all the way into August Um which is sort of surprising because that's really usually not the setup for a presidential election, but that is the way that this is actually set up at this point in time. We do need to go to a short break. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answers. We'll be right back after this short break. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email info at lindsaywealth.com uh let's talk about some of the other things that did happen here um earlier this week as well especially as we start to talk about bonds bond prices have actually moved up especially on the long end uh and the reason for that really had to do with the fed minutes came out now remember the fed meeting was three weeks ago but the fed meetings actually came out and I, I know I've been the one that has not been on the same page with most people and said, I think inflation is still an issue. All these commodity prices have been down. They can go up pretty quickly. Then you have the PPI report and you have the CPI report. Inflation is higher than normal, and it's done this now two months in a row. And, oh, my gosh, maybe – maybe infl- and remember, they're manipulating those numbers to keep inflation down because we know it's been about 10% a year is is really what the normal Joe – 
or Jane is feeling whenever they're doing this. And, you know, they're, they're trying to keep it down. And the Fed meeting basically said, look, we don't know if we do have inflation under control or not. Uh, and that sort of sent bonds uh, yields because I know people don't want to hear this, but if things get out of control, they might actually have to hike them. And the odds of them having a rate cut when you have the this, it doesn't mean, okay, it goes down one month next month and they're going to be ready for rate cuts again. They need to see that over multiple months to even come close to seeing that. And the last thing they want to do is cut and have to re-raise because then they just look like absolute idiots. Uh, but it could happen, uh, especially if they're not I, – if I was them, I would be so neutral on this. Uh, and, and may even be truly considering a hype because I, I can just see that these commodity prices and where they are, which we will get into in a little bit, they cannot stay down here. It, it just doesn't seem uh, fathomable by any stretch of the imagination. As we do look at some things out here, uh, the one month is at 5.3, the three months at 5.4, the one year U.S. Treasury is at 5, the twos at 4.7, the threes at 4.4, the fives at 4.3. The 7s at 4.3, the 10s at 4.3, the 20s at 4.5, the 30s at 4.46. So out of those there at the end, when you start going uh, from the five-year, they're basically almost in order. The 10s, the 10s still inverted there. But the 10, I hate that. That, that, uh, that three-month at 5.4 is really high. The 10 uh, is is lower than the 7. And then the 30 is lower than uh, than the 10 as well. But that 20 is at 4.57. This is also why um, home, uh, mortgage applications have dropped by 20% because interest rates continue to go higher, and they've been higher here. Uh, so we're starting to see these the, these ramifications that continue to take place. Um, there is everything out there is just telling you that people are under pressure, uh, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, um, and I apologize if I did talk about this. I, do, I don't believe I did uh, on last week's show, but there was another one regarding the, uh, the the car dealerships. Again, I mean, you can't say, you know, the, the last month we had over 47 people 47% of people default on our loans. So many people bought cars in 2021. They now can't afford their payments. I mean, all this stuff matters at some point, some point. Uh, I don't know why why we're not taking some of these things into consideration, but that's what's happening with regarding to the bonds. As we do look at the 30-year on a daily basis, it's actually reversed. It should be going lower here. Um, pretty much changed on a dime whenever the, those comments were made. On a weekly, it is uh, oversold. The two-year is just moving out of overbought on a daily, and the weekly is oversold. So they're sort of moving in tandem there. The dollar is oversold on a daily basis. On a weekly, it's overbought. So should be, mm, you know, you, you, may, you, you may be up for another week or so, but that weekly is telling you that it should. Let's look at the euro, see if it, it does tell us the exact opposite. The, the daily is overbought and the weekly is oversold trying to move up out of there. So they're sort of telling you that those things are going on. Um, gold, very indecisive here. Um, I think silver may have hit a bottom. That It's looking pretty good with some overlaps here and some things that it's busted out of. However, on a daily basis, it is uh, 
overbought should be moving down for uh, three to four days. The weekly is moving out of over uh, sold, implying that it should be up for two to three weeks, especially if it starts to break above twenty-four dollars. Um, that would be uh, a pretty good sign that this long correction is taking place, and we should be moving to new highs. Uh, GDX again, that's gold miners. It's in a similar position, actually saying that more than likely has bottomed and should be going up. But gold, there is no confirmation on this yet. Uh, it's very indecisive. It is overbought on a daily basis and should be down. The weekly uh, is oversold and continues to remain down there. Uh, need a little bit more confirmation one way or the other there on gold, uh, really, to get you uh, an all-clear sign. I mean, if you really want to be patient... It would be somewhere up around the uh, 2064 mark. If it cleared that, then I would say that, yes, that it should be off to the races. Uh, oil. Oil is in a huge corrective pattern here. More than likely did hit a daily high. Um, they're all about the same here and over the last week. It's been very flat. Uh, the daily is down. Probably applies down another two or three days. The weekly is... Uh, Overbought applies it should be down three or four weeks whenever it does start to turn. Hasn't yet, but that's what should be happening. Uh, gas prices are fluctuating. Again, it's it's pretty pretty simple, folks. If it's at seventy five dollars, again it's twenty five dollars uh, per uh, for every twenty five dollars that you have in oil, it's a dollar at the pump. So if you're at seventy five, it should be about three dollars. We're we're right there, three ten something like that where we are in Vincennes, Indiana right now. That seems to be, it was up, it was down. It's been a little bit, a little bit all over the boat here, but that's, that's where it has been. Uh, moving on, Bitcoin. Uh, the daily is down, implies maybe a day or two more down. The weekly is, it's a, it's actually is overbought. Applies maybe another week or two up. Again, we don't see that getting above 55,596. That's the number, 55,596. Then there should be a huge correction that comes off of this. Again, it does seem to be that this is tracking the market. I don't know. Again, I have no understanding, no matter how many things I've read, no matter how many people try to explain it to me, there is no way to know what something that has no assets or liability is truly worth. Um, the charting, you try to take care of it with charting and see what happens there because I don't know any other way to do it. Uh, but that just at least is where we are at this point in time when it does come uh, to that. Moving on, uh, looking at uh, these are March contracts. I probably should get over to May for the soybeans, but we're, we're you know, new lows down there like 1160, trying to hold that infamous time from back in last june when we got down there uh, the, the daily implies that it should be going up even though we're making new lows the weekly is just again it's just it's so oversold that there's there's no numbers it's all zeros <laughs> and usually anything below 25 percent would mean that it's oversold it's completely zeros all, all four numbers are zeros um it's just in a free fall uh corn basically the same you're down 411 crying out loud um the weekly there 
you got you got a 1.27, a 0.9, and a 0.9, so it's completely oversold as well. Some point in time, these things should be bottoming and moving back up. Uh, we may have put in a bottom there. May may have actually been put in a bottom, not just for a, a day, but maybe a weekly basis. We will see. Said that a couple months ago, and it ended up going lower. So, the the odds are that it it should trying to be moving out of oversold here and, and trying to move up uh, for, from, from its prices. So that's where that is. The last one we want to take a look at here, which was really interesting, was the natural gas. It did get down there, and then boom, it had a 10 or 11% pop earlier this week, back up to $1.77 from a, a $1.53. Uh, so on the daily basis, it is implies a couple more days upward movement the weekly it still has not moved out of oversold this is what gets a little scary here because people might think that's in the clear if that doesn't get above a dollar 90 there's a chance that it goes all the way down to a dollar 25 so just keep that in mind with regards to natural gas because it is a little wicked out there uh looking at the volatility index uh the weekly it's overbought implying that it should be going down actually uh, which means the market should be going up. The daily, the daily's mixed with a downward bias at this point in time, but uh, ha- has moved up here in the last uh, couple of weeks from uh, near 13 to about 15. So just to be watching that. We got to go to a short break. When we come back, we're going to answer some of these questions we didn't get to from last week. As always, if you do have a question, please feel free to send it in. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter. Send it an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answers. We'll be right back after this short break. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter, X now. Uh, send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. This is just the typical United States of America question right here. And I'm going to paraphrase the story the best that I can. And they're like, they, they, this is how they started. This is not my story. This is how they started off the story. I live in a nice area, a nice neighborhood. And they were talking to, um, they were at their daughter's school. And they were talking, and they said, well, yeah, well, for Valentine's Day, my husband got me XYZ car for Valentine's Day. And she's like, no, I think I make decent money. But who in the right mind goes out and buys people cars for Valentine's Day? And she said, I looked up the car, and according to what I could find, it was worth $110,000. She goes, I just don't get it. She goes, I understand that there's wealthy people out there. There are, you know, people that, you know, can do this. But I don't see that this person's one of those people that's really wealthy. How's it going on? Well, let me explain this story to you in only the way that I can. The husband went out and 
and see what you don't understand here is the husband or the wife says my husband got me a car now let's break that down what did the husband do did he go out and pay $110,000 cash for the car? Maybe he did. I would say the odds of that happening, less than 1%. Now, did he go out and buy her a car? Maybe he did. Maybe he put down 20% and he financed the rest. Probably not. The odds are about 70 to 80% in the story here. That what's happened is husband decides I need to do something for my wife. I'm going to go get her a car. So what am I going to do? I'm going to put $5,000 down because I can afford $5,000. I'm going to have a $1,600 car payment or whatever it's going to be over the lease for three years that we're going to do. So in other words, they are borrowing a car from a dealership is more than likely what happens here. And in this situation, and I've talked about it multiple times on this show, leasing was invented by the car companies because the car companies can make more money off of those. I tell people all the time, if you want to buy a used car, I know some people don't like doing this. This is normally my strategy. If I'm going to buy a car, I'm going to buy one that's three years old and has 36,000 miles on it. Why is that? Because someone else got to pay for all that depreciation of when they drove it off the lot. And it doesn't matter whether you drive it off the lot under a lease or under new, it depreciates immediately. And so someone else pays for all that, and I'm the guy that will come in and scoop that up. And, some, and pay a lot less after we've already had depreciation. That's where I tell people to buy used cars all the time. If you don't want to do it that way, then your best bet again is at your local nursing home and going to the board and seeing that whoever just got moved in there is selling their car. That's, your, that's the best ways to buy used cars that I have found is that's the price point and break points that you're going to find. The point in all this is, and I've said this many a times on this show, and I will continue to say it until the day I die, my best clients are not flashy. My best clients, most people wouldn't even know that they probably have a lot of money. They're just the millionaires next door. They paid what they paid for their house. They maybe done some renovations. You know, the, most of their houses probably in, in this uh County are less than $200,000 because they didn't care about what their house looked like. They don't really care what their cars look like. They, they drive some nice cars, but it's not like it's, it's nothing that you're going to see fancy out here. It's just a normal Joe car, and that's how they do it. And I always say you never know what the financing is that is going on behind someone buying that. There's a big difference if you paid cash for a house or you finance the house. It's the same with everything. Depending on their situation and what they've done, we need to go back to the old cliche of not trying to keep up with the Joneses is the best thing to do. And remember, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't buy it. It's going to be in a situation where the credit crunch, and they talked about this in the Fed minutes, where the buy now, pay later 
is is really starting to come on stronger and stronger and stronger that people are doing this because they, they don't have cash to be able to pay for things. And, and it's going to catch up with those people when they can't make those payments, especially because depending on the terms, I mean, a lot of those things, they can all come due at once if you, if you aren't making the, the payments because it was buy now, pay later. Uh, and, you know, you don't, you know, you what I don't know what those terms usually are, six, nine months that, you know, and then if you can't, then, you know, you got to you got to pay it all back by the end of the end. Otherwise, if you don't, you pay a whole even if it was zero percent interest, you, you, if you don't pay it all back, then, then it's like up to 10 if you miss it by one day or something like that, maybe even higher at this point in time. All of these things are just things that people should take into consideration is worry about your own financial situation. Make sure you can afford what you can understand the difference between wants and needs. I, I understand that people want a lot of things, but it doesn't take that much to get by. The, the, the needs part, that's what you really need to be concerned about and if you can do that. And unfortunately, what's happening right now is a lot of these people are getting second jobs to be able to pay for some of this stuff just to be able to get by, uh, which is uh, just more and more prevalent with the people that I do talk to uh, in my job that I come across with on a daily basis. So keep all of that in mind. It's not always what it seems out there. Uh, you, you just need to be, make sure you're able to take care of your situation. Is the thing that I always say is uh, people would be a lot better off in this world when they start worrying about their own problems and not everyone else's. So just do keep that in mind as well. If you do have a question or topic that you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email info at lindsaywealth.com. This is Darwin Lindsay for Financial Questions, Real Answers. We'll see you next week.